Hello again, friends. You're listening to The M4 Project, uh, a podcast where we talk about films that, for whatever reason, flew under the radar. We have to bring them to light and hopefully find something for you to watch. In this episode, we're doing something a little bit different. Mike had just gotten a new haircut, and as a result, was very shy and bashful, so much so that he spoke very, very quietly, to the point where the recording doesn't really pick him up. But give it a listen. See if you can hear him. Enjoy. Welcome to the uh, M4 Project. Uh, I'm Morgan Davidson. I'm Matthew Jelenic. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And today we will be doing the film Paranoia. From 2013. Uh, Mike's choice. Good 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 choice choice there, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well done. so, just the quick back of the box. What yeah, quick back about? of the box. Okay, what is it? Uh, an entry-level employee at a powerful corporation finds himself occupying a corner office, but at a dangerous price. Dun, dun, dun. He must spy on his boss's old mentor to secure for him a multi-billion dollar advantage. <clears throat> yeah, not what the movie's about at all. No, 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 not even close. What did you think the movie was about? Uh, the movie was about some sort of tax scheme for the producers. Uh, this this had to be some sort of money pit, a yeah, write-off or write something. Because yeah. it billed itself as a suspense thriller with a name like Paranoia. And I have a big square here on my notes. 30 minutes in, no paranoia. <laughs> like, it, it's not even worried. <coughs> about like, the fact that it's yeah, not about paranoia. Yeah, it, it's... A third of the way in the movie, and there's no suspense or tension whatsoever. It's just, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a computer nerd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look at my beautiful eyes. Yeah, I'm, I'm dreamy. But what it's actually about in terms of story... Yeah, I had it as... The, the movie is about a guy who gets fired, mm-hmm. right? Then he racks up a hefty bill on the company credit card. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which he obviously still had in his possession because they didn't think to take that off him when he walked out with his boxes of goodies. Yep. His boss catches him at credit card fraud and then blackmails him into getting a job for his boss's biggest rival. Of course, they're going to take him in. Mm-hmm. And finding out what the opposition is going to reveal as their new product. Yep. Stealing it and thus saving old boss's company from tanking and keeping it afloat. That's, that is what they were trying to make. That's what they were trying to do and they were trying to do it in such a way that it would be... Suspenseful. Suspenseful and, you know, have this layer of big brother because it's all, we're watching you through the cameras and our cameras are everywhere because we're a technology company so we can manipulate technology in ways you can't possibly imagine. <sighs> and it fails. It, it failed it, badly. It tripped up the stairs and then fell down the stairs. <laughs> it's at the bottom of the stairs, a quadriplegic. It's not good. No, no, it's not really good. We'll get to that a we'll bit later. Let's go into the characters, actors, and uh, their performances. Okay. The main star, Liam Hemsworth. Um, he's playing the main character, Adam. <laughs> he's the youngest Hemsworth brother, but the second most attractive behind Chris. <laughs> He's definitely before Luke, though. All I can say about this movie is everyone likes a Hemi in a movie. A Hemi without a shirt on is even better. A Hemi in a suit's great. I'd watch any movie with Chris Lee in it just because they're so damn good looking. But even that fails at saving this turd. Yeah. Um, his performance isn't bad, but he doesn't have much to work with as far as dialogue. Yeah, he, he does. Well, then, you know, it's hard not to do well. Uh just the slightly quiet protagonist who sort of does a lot of staring. The shirt they give, the, the scenes they give him with his shirt on, he did well. He did well. He did <laughs> yeah, well. he nailed it. He has he, natural yeah. talent. Yeah, he does. For that. Yeah. In terms of the other actors and actresses, uh, 
Gary yeah. Oldman. Gary Oldman, the two big dogs. I liked Gary Oldman in this because I like Gary Oldman in Ooh. everything. Why he went for a Cockney accent? No, 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 no. Don't know. Yeah, no, no. He's playing obviously the bad guy, the mm. villain, Nicholas Watt. Yeah, has to Wyatt. be Wyatt. 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 Nicholas Wyatt, and he's the boss doing the blackmailing. And you know, it being a uh, American film. The British guy is the bad guy. Yeah, of course. But the Cockney accent, I'm like, why you gave him a Cockney accent for a high-flying businessman in New York? Like, beyond me. That way he can say he came up from the streets because he has that whole, I know your story. Yeah. It's my story too. I just think considering how much they were probably paying him, get him on screen for a little longer, give him more dialogue. He's great with dialogue. He didn't get enough of it. Yeah. He doesn't have the advantage of Hemi just to take a shirt off. No. Um, he's got to be able to... He's got to actually be there giving stuff out. Yeah, it wouldn't suck as much as it does if he had more dialogue to work with, I True. would think. True. I think had they had more scenes with him and him pumping the screen with that sort of tension, it's like, oh, I'm going to get you. Yeah, a couple of times when he actually did, you yeah. went, oh, there's something here, but then they just it just cut off. Well, it, he didn't have enough time to get traction no, on that no. scene. It just, oh, oh it's gone. It's, it's back to Hemi. Yeah, I think it's going back to as well, like we did with we talked about in Green Room with Patrick Stewart. They literally probably got him in, got him in, and went all your scenes. Go, 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 go. You're out. Yeah. Right. Next person, and the next person is Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Um, he isn't given much, much either with his character Jock Goddard. Yeah. About as much dialogue as Gary Oldman, and yeah. again, you're paying the guy. Yeah. Of, of the two, Gary Oldman, I reckon. Because Gary Oldman's... Gary Oldman's a better actor. Better actor, absolutely. <laughs> so Harrison didn't really have... Look at me using first names. Because yeah. I know them so well. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford did okay. Again, not enough screen time for him to actually sink no. his teeth in. Yeah. So I don't know what they were trying to accomplish. I, I assume that this is one of those ones where they went, we're not going to pay you as much, but we guarantee funding for that pet project of yours. And the, they went, sure. Because sure. I did notice in the opening credits for this, this film had 11 executive producers wow 11 so that's why i'm thinking that's just a bunch of people going if we pull some money we can say we spent this much oh that's a huge tax (laughs) bump down the next tax bracket but their production studio happens to earn a little bit of extra money which ends up coming back into their pocket anyway it has to be something like that what about the lady? Sorry, just I'm almost back to the point of that to have two stars in this yeah. movie. They don't use them anywhere near enough. Not anywhere near enough. Uh, the lady, uh, yeah, Amber Heard playing Emma. Yeah, she did decent for her parts in it. My pet peeve was with her though. The after I've had sex is sex with someone, the modesty towel cover as I walk to the bathroom like, while yeah. he's still asleep in bed. It's like you just had sex with him. Why do you need to cover you? Additionally, he's asleep. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, but that's just so I think they don't get a higher rating Absolutely. Uh, on the um, yeah the for nudity. Or maybe the sheet's stuck to a chest. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe yeah. 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 Pearl necklace. Who knows? <laughs> um, other than that, there wasn't anyone. Uh, you, sorry, you had uh, Lucas Till. He's from X Men fame. He plays Havoc in the new, one of the new X Men. X Men. He's he's Adam's best friend. Yeah. Another computer nerd. You had Richard Dreyfus in it, giving mm-hmm. a little bit part. Other than that, you had Julian McMahon, who yeah. I always like. As he, he was yeah. played the the evil Man in Black Meacham. He is probably the most attractive son of an ex prime minister of Australia. Mm-hmm. That's probably. That, 
a higher thing than his role in this movie. Yeah, um, I would, yeah. I'd probably have to say he, he's his character was pretty badass though. Yeah, he played it quite well. Like, well, they gave well he had more time than Harrison Ford. And he probably did. What's yeah. his face combined? Yeah. So he had enough time to sort of sing his teeth in and be menacing and actually do things. Like yeah. there's times where they're like something bad has to happen and he's there. It's like oh, well he's the bringer bringer of bad news yeah. or laying down in the garden sniping. <laughs> That's about it's, it. It's menacing. That's probably it for actors and their performance. Their performances all and overall were just really. They weren't bad. Again, they were just yeah. what they were given. Um, yeah, I, I would some say, were better than others. I would say his friend, his best friend, and the best friend's love interest. They were pretty mediocre, especially in that early scene when they're like, "Oh, we're going to go to the nightclub." You heard the generic "woo," and the way that they were partying. Huge air quotes. It just felt so forced and, and staged, off, and staged, and then it pans across to uh, the main's love interest, and she's doing some rather odd dance moves. She's been told, obviously, to put her hands in the air, and she's trying to figure <laughs> out something to do, and it's not really working for her. So, yeah, characters, in terms of performance, pretty it, poor. Mm, the movie just doesn't, as far as looks and tone go, just doesn't set the scene for paranoia very well. No, it doesn't do anything to sort of build any suspense in terms of how the shots are structured. And it also did something that was annoying to me um, because I know that they were trying to make it this cyber thriller where it's like all about the technology is there to get you, you're being watched. The one little thing they did do is that just for the fact you kept looking over his shoulder and all that stuff, they did make you at least feel like he was always being watched with the shots of cameras and zooming and that sort of thing. That's probably the only paranoia-ish thing they did. Yeah, like they they established he was being watched, but it didn't feel menacing. No. I was just like, oh yeah, you live in a world with cameras, what do you do? And they did this thing a few times randomly where when he's away from the cameras running, they do like a digital breakdown sort of effect like it glitches yep. and yep. it's like well, why what does that what add? did that if, add to this what did it add if you'd been doing it throughout the film and using that as like a, a scene transition yep. a segue into things would have been fine and be like oh yeah it's getting intense or it's glitching and like, yep that's fine but it's just random oh he's still running <laughs> what? what was that my is that the movie files oh no I did it again that was deliberate oh dum 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 <laughs> Again, a lot of it's set at night mm-hmm. um, to give you, I think, some tone of paranoia, what goes bump in the dark sort yeah. of a thing. But it was, yeah, not done at all well. Uh, I can't even really think of the music. No, uh, it was, it was. I'm pretty sure from memory it was that big bump, 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 like yeah. that, that sort of yeah. a, like loud, thumpy sort yeah. of kind of music that went throughout a bit mm-hmm. um, Interesting. kind of kind of sounds to, to give you that to bring something yeah. to it you don't really get any thrill suspense in it at all no other than the scene where Adam is stealing stuff off Emma's laptop um, yeah, and while she's in the shower that is probably the most edge of the seat and it's not even that edge of the seat because you know he's gonna be he's gonna be fine it would have been a better movie if he had to talk his way out of that. Oh, exactly right. What are you doing? Or, or, or you know, or something, uh, something yeah. other, other than what it was. <laughs> that scene, as well as that scene with the shower, that's been done a million times. Uh, yeah, about a billion trillion yeah, times. It's, yeah. in, it's, it's almost a prerequisite for any sort of suspense movie that uh, Is he nowadays with, a, with a laptop yeah. and a USB, yeah. and you watch the file up or download. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Beyond cliche at this point. One of the things that did annoy me was the fact that she works for a tech company and her laptop hasn't got a password. Yeah. Fair call. 
Very cool. At least have like him, you put a USB code in and it says cracking password. Or well, he did at least later on in the movie <clears throat> when he had yeah. to do a bit of uh, breaking and entering. Yeah. He had something that did that. Yeah. But again, all you had to do was quickly show that yeah. and it made it that a little bit more believable. Anything else to add to looks and tone, Matty? And Mikey, what do you think? Good points. Good points. Good points. Yeah. Yeah. Have you something with your hair, Mikey? Cool. Really? I like it. Beaver ejaculate. Amazing. Oh, it looks good. Uh, yeah, this actually had a, quite a few different cliches. The whole meeting the love interest by locking eyes across a dance floor and dancing to one another. Oh, that's also, I noticed um, at that cliche moment of locking eyes across the dance floor, the music changes jarringly. Like it's techno, uh, vaguely nightclub It does, and actually. It goes, yeah, it's almost hungry la, eyes. La, la, la. Nah, and you're like what? And it's actual sound within the film, like within the actual moment. It's like, oh, this is there. So you can see everyone go ooh and slow down. It's like, well, n- no. That's Who's he looking mix. at? Oh, he's looking at yeah, yeah. her. It's like, it's not, oh, honestly, it's not even that hot. Hemi could do so much better. <laughs> you can do better. You can do. Sorry, better. Adam. Adam. I mean, Hemi's character Adam could do much better. Oh, and there's yeah, same scene, cliche lined. Hey, buddy, where are you going? And the love interest of the. Friend nerd goes, could be loved. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, and then they walk out. <sighs> they break the 180 rule a couple of times. Do they? Yeah. Missed uh, it. There's a scene when they're driving up to visit Goddard's mansion and they're driving up from the right, moving to left, and the next shot is they're coming from left to right. It's like, Ugh, okay. They do that a few times with people running and that kind of thing. Uh, just little touches that I noticed. I must admit, uh, as far as I'm concerned, one of the only things that I, I liked about this movie was the actual chase scene uh, with Adam and Meacham. That was done decently. Yeah. You know, it was a good action sequence. Yeah. You, you definitely got the feeling that Meacham was menacing. And it was a good chase scene. It was like yeah. a thrill kitchen sort yeah. of... Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. the stock standard <clears throat> chase scene, but it was done well. Yeah. As uh, when, you, when you're grasping at straws for something to find decent about this movie, <laughs> the chase scene that lasts for about 45 seconds is probably the pick of... Yeah. The movie. Yeah. Uh, I did like the touch of uh, when Meacham opened his boot, it's already lined with yeah, plastic. plastic. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm just going to pop you in the back of the head here, close yeah. the boot. It adds away. to his menacing persona, yeah, like, which Ooh. he does well. Uh, one other bit, like just before this, when he finally works out, hey, I'm being watched and tries to destroy all the cameras in the apartment he's been provided with. Yes. There's a point where he smashes the TV with a baseball bat, which breaks the camera that's behind him. That's watching him break the TV. Okay. I'm like, what? Backswing, mate. Watch your backswing. I had, I did have something listed about that, and that there was the the trashing of the apartment scene was it was so cringy, and it just went on for far too long. Like yeah. we get it, you're destroying the cameras. I don't need to see you destroy yeah. every single one of them. Yeah, and he literally goes through. Like all you do is you destroy one, two. You see it go fuzzy, and then you have him sit down to pour himself a nice cold glass of coke. Yeah, and uh, just and, and you have you a pile of trash, trash and you go, camera. okay, job done. He got all of them. Yeah, and then it pans to them in their control room, and all of them are fuzzy. Yeah, and you go, yeah, he got all of them. I don't need to see him rip everyone. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, he's gonna get everyone. Jeez, I'm looking at my I'm looking at my watch, going, how many how many did they put in this fucking room? I could be here for. This movie has yeah. got a runtime of, I don't know how long, like, but it's been an hour and a half. I'm like, yeah. how long? 20 minutes for a destroying camera scene, possibly? Yeah, it went on for far too long. Way, way, way too long. <laughs> overall, though, we, we've pretty much told everyone what we think of it overall. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't waste my time. No. There's plenty of other suspense thrillers to watch. 
if you want a movie where you see a Hemsworth run around, you can put it on silent and play solitaire yeah. at the same time. And just occasionally gaze over at Hemi and go, oh, Hemi. That's a nice Hemi. But I can think of better Hemi movies. Absolutely. I can, yeah. Or just basically just Google Liam or Chris, preferably Chris, but Liam Hemsworth on Google and just put up images and you'd probably just stare at that five minutes and you'd have a better time than yep. watching this turn of a movie. It, yeah, not great. Would not waste my time. Fun to rip on though. It is fun to rip on. It had potential to be better if the stars they had hired had been given, had been given more. But other than that, had they twisted some of the cliches? The ending again was predictable. Oh, yeah. You felt like that was sort of going, something like that was going to happen Absolutely. the entire time. Near the end, there's a point where he's got to get into a vault. So he's doing a lot of running around. Finally gets into the vault. The vault's rather large. He walks. Yes. Dawdles. He seems to know exactly where he's going knows as well. exactly where he's going. But the fact that he's been running this entire time knows he has a time limit. He needs to get the thing, get out of the vault, get out of the building. Within a small amount of time. And he's dawdling through the vault. Why? What? It doesn't annoying the only little twist you do get a little bit of a twist there at the end with a mm, okay you're not as nice a guy as you know you're making out sort of thing the ending gives you a little bit of it you know f you but again you're you're expecting that for a movie that bases itself on paranoia and sets a scene that it's going to be suspenseful you knew something was going to happen you might not have picked exactly what was going to happen but you knew an ending in this movie isn't or, or the climax when ending isn't going to be what it seems. There's going to be something. There. There's going to be another layer. And it was a generic. You thought they were watching you. Well, I was watching, watching them. Watching you. At, at this point, uh, I think it's if you listen to this and you, we've told you don't bother watching it. From this point on, we're just going to tell you how it's going it's to end. end. Because yeah. it, it's honestly, don't let it waste your time. Basically. Usually we say we're going to put in a spoilers warning. Go away and watch it, then come back and listen. But we're going to say. Let's say it's that. Just listen to the ending and then just no, you delete didn't. this podcast because it has no place in yeah. anywhere other yeah. than we got to do it. Yeah. It, it, honestly, the, the movie doesn't offer you anything. So the, the ending is the big climax. Hemi's decided, well, he's been told he has to get the device from the bad guy, uh, from his current employer, boss, his actual boss's rival, runs in, gets it. As he's dawdling out of the vault, there's the evil boss going, yeah. I knew you were being, I knew you were going to do this, and they were watching you, but I was watching them. Ha ha. Twist handed over. You thought he was evil. Yeah. I am just as evil. Yeah. Muha, muha ha ha. It's like, oh, thanks, Harrison Ford. Uh, and then I think the next scene is. He sets them both up, and of course, he, what does he do? He wears a wire. Yeah. And. Oh, no, he doesn't wear a wire. He wears a wire to start off with, and then he hacks in. Via yeah. his nerdy best friend who almost got killed. A, a call back to the very start of the movie. Yeah. Uh, with a device that One he... One of the pieces of technology that he proved his worth to the evil boss by implementing this technology and sending it to his phone going, Look, aren't we cool? It came back. It's like, haha, we used it as a wiretap. We got you admitting that you were going to do all this stuff. For and now you're brothers. stuffed. And now you're stuffed. Q FBI coming in, FBI and arresting, breaking, arresting it, and they give Hemsworth uh, a bit of a break because obviously what he did was technically corporate, what is it, espionage, Rush, yeah. which would have landed him jail time, and that's been an ongoing thing throughout. 
the film's like, Ooh, are they going to get me? Who's going to get me? The FBI character is played from old matey from Lost, Lost. who did the Davidov ads yep. for Cool Water. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit of a hunk himself. Yeah, man with a big jaw. He has got a big jaw. Yeah. With that stubble as well. Yeah. It, works, it works for him. Right before he's been busted, you know the FBI is going to come and get him because now both bosses are basically disavowing him and he decides, I'm going to use, the line is, I'm going to use what they taught me. And pretty much what they taught him was how to wear a watch. Yeah. And to put on a nice, nice suit. suit. I also noticed that they tried to do a nice little bit of theming throughout the film with his wardrobe. First being t-shirt and jeans and then being when he's still good. White suit. White suit and then a blue suit. Oh no, it's a blue suit when he's trying to get in. White suit when he's in and he's all up and up. And then at the final scene, it's suit. full black. Black shirt, black tie, everything. It's like, oh. You're evil. Subtle. You're not evil, yeah. but you're being one of them. You're yeah. being a bad guy. Yeah, you're all subtlety. You know, I also noticed with his friend, other nerd, got hit by a car at one point in the film. Basically, the boss saying, this is how much I control you. I can hurt your friends. In those final scenes with the friend, basically being the man behind the computer going, I'm hacking, I'm hacking, I'm, I'm gonna, oh no, they're going to turn off your phone. I'll, I'll get through. They shot him. They, you saw him briefly with scars on the left side of his face. His left side of his face is all messed up from the car hitting him. Like, oh, fair enough. Those entire man behind the computer scene shot from the right. Ah. So he doesn't need the left side makeup. And Dodgy. This, the one time that they break, they did it again, they break the 180, the, his love interest is blocking the left side of his face. <laughs> it's like, I did not notice that. Like, nice budget cuts. Not to mention the fact that the, the big twist was, that's right, I knew you sent your little lackey in to get my cool phone, says Harrison Ford to Gary Oldman. Now I'm going to make you sell your company to me, 40 cents on the dollar, sign here. Ha ha ha, I fucked you over. I'm a bigger, badder dicker than you. Contracts need legal weaknesses, not to mention the fact that the sales of a business are a lot more complex than signing Sorry, a piece of paper. paper. And then there's a the whole thing of uh, like being forced into doing it, mm-hmm. like under duress and all these other things like that. And like... I think that was the whole point was like, we can deal with that later because let's face it, these sort of things probably do happen. Yeah. And when you've got someone over a barrel saying, you know, I know you did this, you'll just make it work. You're not exactly going to run to the FBI yourself. No. But yeah. Yeah. When, I suppose when you've got the billions of dollars that you can make things sort of disappear. You can make a witness yeah. stand there and, and, and mm. sign something. Again, don't waste time going and watching this turd. No. There's plenty of other better things to do. Um, Mikey? Mikey? <laughs> yeah, true. Mm, true. I like Supreme Pizza as well. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, thus endeth the main section of the podcast. This was episode five, Paranoia. This was probably the most value you're getting from it. Yeah, literally, yeah. Um, I had that in the hemi. Yeah, that name. With my shirt on. Hi, Matt here. Um, the movie for next week is going to be Ava's Possession. Ava's Possession. One of the ones we were talking about when our yes, Man podcast. Yes. It's the one where she's a recovering... Ex-possessee? Ex-possess... Possess... Exposition? No. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, it's called Ava's Possession. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's called Ava's Possession. Uh, I believe it's available on Netflix. Hello, Matt again. Uh, just a quick point of, you know, disclosure. Mike wasn't bashful, he just wasn't there. I know, I know it was seamless. I, I, we, Morgan and I did very well. But, uh, yeah, he wasn't actually there. Um, we did actually end up getting together with Mike and recording our thoughts on Paranoia as a group. So this next little section is that. Bit of a warning. Morgan and I do repeat ourselves a little bit. But uh, I thought I'd include it anyway. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
Do we want to talk about paranoia? Because I'm interested to actually hear what you guys think about it rather than having to do a whole entire... Should I do a refresher on it? Then no, you got... Man, you had some good points. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some, some, good, some great points. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I hope your audio got picked up. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that it did. The microphone was being weird. Paranoia. Mike, why? I'm sorry. <laughs> I can um, see why. It yeah, had some so, decent actors in them. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, that was that was what like, I wanted to I was going for a bait and switch. When I wanted to reveal it, I just wanted to give you the, the, the title actors and then just the just the themes of the movie and then leave it at that. But yeah. I couldn't help it. I knew it was a turd. I knew it was real bad. I didn't know it was going to be I that bad. With those actors, I don't know why I didn't see it in cinemas. Yeah. Because No, because they put it through a, a tester yeah. and go, there's no point releasing this into cinemas. Yeah. It did obviously, though, because they had a box office on it. Mm. Yeah. It has a box office um, takings on limited, it. It probably did a limited release or whatever, but... Paranoid. Just, it took itself seriously and it was really Yeah, that's, bad the, that's the issue. Yeah. Like, it, oh. yeah, it was trying to look you in the eyes and say... I'm top dog, but and it it's wearing a bicycle helmet. I'm <laughs> good. Just, just call it just elbow pads and yeah. knee pads, and yeah, on rollerblades. Oh, my childhood was bad. Gee, I, I really want to go to the bait and switch because I thought it would be like. And to be fair, they the, the the big name actors did what they could. Yeah, with what they were given, but whew. like I feel, I said this to Maddie. I feel like they um they did what they did with Patrick Stewart in Green Room. They went, come in, do your scenes. Then gone because they want to pay him for too long. Yeah, because um, uh, the entirety of Gary Oldman's scenes, two locations: his office and the one scene when he talks to what's his face in the um, restaurant. Yeah, at the end, we've got them all. Right and his total screen time yeah. you, you're under five minutes, probably as oh, yeah. well. His longest shot is when he's in it at the end. Oh, here it is: Paranoia, Box mm. Office Major. One of my favourite movies. Like. Domestic Total Group. That's... I, we need to make Holy really shit. shit. We need to make shit movies. Uh, it had a budget of 75 million, million and it made 7.3. 7. Wow, that's a lot of money to spend on what they made. Yeah. A lot of money to Which lose. is what I'm saying <laughs> is this thing was a write-off big time. No yeah. way that amount of money went into this fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a time. All of it was bad. <sighs> You know, as Morgan said multiple times, they had a shirtless Hemi in it. Yeah, the Hemi is the best part. <laughs> the Hemi body. Dumb. Yeah. Damn genetics. And they showed it off a lot. That was I was we... watching that in bed. Not a good idea. Sticky sheets. <laughs> Sticky sheets. <laughs> I, I did notice that. kept popping up and blocking the screen. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> they knew what they had and that's all they had, so they used it a lot. Pretty much. And... Uh, these very sophisticated high-tech security devices that can be bypassed by stealing someone's card. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Or, or the fact that someone who works in a tech industry, in a tech industry job, has no password on her laptop. Yeah, that Just, was ridiculous. Yeah, as we said, like, all you, all you need is one scene, one short two-second shot of him putting in a USB stick and saying, cracking. And that, ex- that, that, that explains that scene. Uh, it, 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 I still it, think it was shit. It still be shit, but at least be like... <laughs> they tried. You tried. Good yeah. on you forever. Uh, yeah. And then he has it at the end. Yeah. When he's got to break into the vault. He yeah, has that thing that yeah, actually cracks, cracks, cracks in. And <laughs> yeah, not, not a great, great film. It's no ham-fisted where he's the guy that came out on top of both of them. It's like, man, you didn't even try. Like, yeah, like... Yeah, I need the, to... <sighs> There's also just the, the characters, his his friends, the nerdy dude, yeah. and the chick is like, oh, it's like, I'll never go out with you. They got drunk and it's like, oh, 
We're totally going to be in a relationship. The relationship for the rest of the movie, like you see him three more times. Honestly, that was and he was batting. That was honestly more interesting what happened with the but rest of the movie. The, 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 the reason I bring them up is at the end, and it's one of the things that really annoys me. <clears throat> the movies do it. It's, it's so obvious why he did it. He gets injured. Uh, the friend gets injured. It has scarred up left side of his face. And then, like later on in the film, the only time they they shoot me is from the right side. So they the makeup on. Oh. And there's, there's one shot of him from that other side. But girl is blocking left side of his face. <laughs> I see through your tricks, you money grabbing bastard. You got to put it on the invoice that he wore the makeup. Would have cost thirty six million dollars if they had to put that makeup on every time. No, no, no. That's why they didn't do it. Uh, they say that they did. No, it's like he totally was. That goes on the invoice. No, would have stays in their pocket. Cost, yeah, yeah. Done. It's all about saying that you spent money, but, but not, not actually spending the money. So you're much cleverer than I am, Matt. Man, what a turn. Man, what a turn. The end.